You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author, filmmaker, and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bray Grant, actress, filmmaker, e-reader. This episode is a special bonus episode for the Max Fun Drive 2019. Woo! And we're talking about what do you do if you don't read? What the fuck are you listening to this podcast for? <laughs> but first... What are you reading, Bria? I am reading, I'm actually catching up, okay, so I'm, I'm reading N.K. Jemisin's The Stone Sky, which is the last one in the Broken Earth trilogy. Um, I have been asked several times recently what my favorite trilogy is, and yeah. I have never finished this trilogy. I read the first two books, like, back to back, like, I was like, ooh, N.K. Jemisin, I love and Broken Earth, and then I think because I read them so close together, I was like, not ready for another super long <laughs> book. Yeah. Um, but it's great. It's a super weird world building fantasy book it's it's about um a world in which these different seasons come and kill people and kill like the entire world basically every however many years and like one is with you know just a bunch of like scary flying i don't remember any of them because i've just started reading this one but uh there's like it's they're all really scary seasons okay and the scary seasons and then there's my favorite season (laughs) the scariest of all seasons uh and then there are people in the world who can kind of control they have magic that's based on the earth so it's like it's all through like stone yeah it's all like geological magic so it's like a really interesting magic book that it's so interesting and it's very complicated but like so when you first start reading the first book you're like what the fuck is happening and then once you get into the book it's fascinating so i'm really excited to be reading the third one hell yeah what are you reading mallory i'm listening to an audiobook called working stiff okay and it's written by julie melanick and tj mitchell and it's a memoir so judy melanick she started out she wanted to be a surgeon and she was doing her like early hours like being in like working in a um working in a hospital and after passing out on the job not once but twice because their working schedule is just like grueling to be a surgeon she was like her you know her husband was like hadn't seen her in a long time and like her life was just miserable she was like you know what i think i want to do something else and she became a medical examiner oh in New York, because and their motto is like, well, they're still going to be dead tomorrow. And it was just like a completely different change of pace of life for her. Yeah, and it's just a memoir of her time work working as a medical examiner. And like, yeah. she was a she's like like works a lot with forensics and like crimes. And it don't do not trigger warning for everything because there's like dead bodies, there's deaths, there's suicides, there it um. There's, and it's, she talks all about how like one she tells the story about she needed to go to a home home improvement store to buy a hedge clipper so she could uh, get into someone's rib cage. Oh like, my god! Yeah, so it's if you're grossed out, do not read this book. Um, but it is it's so fascinating. I mean, like all, and it's also just like a great memoir, like things that she gets out of life just from working with death every day and how she's like, yeah, I don't worry about stuff because I know that all the crazy deaths that I deal with, like there's nothing to stop this stuff from happening it doesn't happen right. that often so it's really fun the audiobook is really really good uh so that's working stiff by judy melanick and tj mitchell and mine's the stone sky by nk jemison so you can always email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com and before we talk about what to do if you don't read we're going to take a quick break okay so today is a very special episode and we're going over a special topic this is an episode that's just for Max Fun listeners. We love you all. It's Max Fun Drive 2019. It's the most exciting week of the year for Max Fun Podcasts. We have a lot of listeners that listen to the show, not because they're into reading, but they're our friends or they think we're funny, which is pretty cool. But what if you've become a glasser and you think, hmm, 
maybe I should give this whole reading thing a try. We are here to help. So some facts for you first. About three-fourths of Americans read at least one book a year, which is pretty great. Yeah. It actually has declined, just FYI. Declined in recent years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but also that includes people who read uh, just one, at, like a part of a book or something like that. Mm-hmm. The average number of books that people read in a year is 12, which is great. But That's unfortunately, really it's very inflated by people like Mallory who read <laughs> 17 million books every year. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so she really brings up the number of your random uncle who counted a magazine he read at the dentist. <laughs> he was like, I read one book this year. And Mallory is like, I read 17,000 billion. And, and that averaged out to one, 12 somehow. That's how math I, works. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I apologize to everybody. Uh, first up, we want to remind you that all readers are real readers. Whether you read print books or ebooks or audiobooks, whether you read one book a year, or you're a me and you read a 200, whether you like romance novels or horror books or literary fiction, all reading is real reading. No book snoots are allowed. No book snoots. So if you if you aren't into reading, maybe you do need to try a new way to read. Speaking of all of these, maybe you need to get an e-reader. That's what I do. It makes it easy for me to read on my phone. I carry it around places. Or maybe you should try an audiobook because you can listen to books in your car. And that is reading. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think one of the big humps that pef- that people who don't read have to get over if they're like, oh, I'm interested in reading, is it like, you know, they see people read so many books and they're like, oh, I never, I'm never going to get there. You know, I'm not even going to try. Right. But like, if you read one book a year, you're a fucking reader. Yeah, absolutely. And also, if you are like, I can't read because books are too expensive, maybe it's time for you to get a library card because then there's yeah. no financial pressure. There's actually no pressure to even read the book. You get the book, you're like, I'm not that into it. You yeah. can return it. No harm, no foul. Library's not charging you money unless you bring it back late. Yeah, Don't do but that. there's no really right way to read. No, not at all. So, Bria, what are some good books to suggest to someone who doesn't read often? I mean, my first suggestion is always comics. Um, I think they're easy to read. Uh, there's some really cool ones out there. So, for example, Umbrella Academy is about to come out on Netflix. I think that one is fantastic, um, which brings me to my second suggestion, which is that read the book before the movie or TV show comes out. Because then, you're, then you could be cool. You're cool. Part of the conversation. People will be talking about it. You can be like, that's different in the book. Um, so, which is something I always love to say. Um, some ones that are coming out this year. Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. It's awesome. If you are a sci-fi horror kid, uh, if you love fantasy, anything like that, it's such a good book. Um, it's coming out this year. Um, a little classic, they're redoing Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. It's being made into a movie for, I think, the billionth time, but it's going to be a big one. Um, <laughs> yeah. It has, oh, the girl from Harry Potter. Emma Watson? Yeah, she's in it. Wow. Yeah. Um, Discovery of Witches is a long book. So, you know, if you're not much of a reader, but you do love witches and you do love romance and you want to see some witches. Who doesn't love a good witch? Making out with each other. Uh, not with each other, but with oh, someone damn. else. Yeah. Um, they actually, this is now a series. Now it's on Shudder. They just made it into a series. I haven't dived into the series yet, but the book is awesome and it's really addicting. It's a, and it's a series. And lastly, I'd recommend Colson Whitehead's Underground Railroad. It's going to mm. be made into... A movie? I think it's a miniseries. It is a miniseries. You're right. And it's Barry fucking Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, adapting it, which is rad. Um, this book is so great. It draws you in. There's a magical realism element, but it's not super heavy handed. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I don't I don't like magical realism. I don't like science fiction, which is hard for me to recommend things that aren't science fiction. Um, it is, it's much more historical fiction, and it takes place... Um, during slavery, it's about the Underground Railroad if it was an actual 
railroad yeah. underground. Um, but for the most part, it's just a historical fiction book. Yeah. And it's so well written. It was a real buzzy book last year, two years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's going to make an amazing series. And I think, it, and you can read it really fast. And it's literary fiction. So people will think you, you're real smart if you read it. Yeah. People are going to look at you on the subway and they're going to be like, look at that hot person. Someone literally, I told someone I was reading and they're like, oh, I thought you only read like real kind of like light sci-fi books. And I was like, first of all. <laughs> first of all, fuck first you. Of all, first of all, I read hard sci-fi, which is difficult to read. <laughs> Second of all. Uh, I do read literary fiction, especially if it has a magical realism element to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it's definitely one to check out. What if you? What would you suggest for people who don't read often, but they want to get in on the reading game? Welcome, first off. <laughs> also, so I think a good gateway book is two things. Short and buzzy. I okay. think you really hit on the thing with the buzzy thing. Short, because when you get through a book, there's usually a feeling of, damn, that was awesome. I read a fucking book. I yeah, want to yeah. do, do that again. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like if you like run like you run a mile for the yeah. first time in, in a long time, you're like, oh, I can run a mile. Yeah, it's like, like when you first start working out. Look at I was given. <laughs> <laughs> like when I, uh, when I first started uh, weightlifting, you know, when you first start off, you like, you start really light and you're like, oh, I could curl five pounds wow I could do more like you just yeah. like want you get like hooked on it uh and buzzy because I think one of the best parts of reading is the community mm-hmm. and talking about books with people so if you read a popular book there's a good chance you're easily going to find yourself in a circumstance where you get to talk about it with other people then you're really hooked yeah and and I don't even think a popular book still makes you a popular an unpopular a small book any of them it kind of makes you part of a little secret community should we tell them we have a secret reader handshake or no. Don't tell them about we're the secret to, reader handshake. We're going to have to murder them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do think that you like get in on these like conversations that you weren't in on before. Yes, it's great. It's a great first line on a date. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to, I mean, you could join the Reading Glasses podcast uh, Facebook group and talk about books there. I mean, there's so many great, it's a, just a great thing to, to be able to talk to people about. Yeah, you go to someone's house, you see books on their shelves and you're like, hey, I've read this. And then you can have that conversation. Honestly, if you're on Tinder and you're not, have, reading at least one book just so you can have it as a conversation starter. I don't know how you. I, I how don't. How do you date? I don't know how to date. Well, you wouldn't that. be on a date with Mallory. We know that. That's <laughs> very true. Literally, I think we talked about this on the show when I was on Tinder years ago. I, that was my first line. Was always like, "Hey, do you like to read?" <laughs> what a pickup line, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She's not single anymore, so don't even bother. <laughs> um, I do think that, yeah, but I do think it gets you part of a community, and yeah. it's a it's a fun community of people who want to talk about fucking books. Oh yeah. And so I think so, some of my favorite titles that I think are great to get people into books are the first one is "We Are Never Meeting in Real Life" by mm-hmm. Samantha Irby. Uh, both me and Alan listened to this on audio, and we could not stop laughing. We listened to this on a road trip, and Samantha Ir- Irby is just a natural treasure she's so funny so it's a collection of essays that you're going to get through wicked quickly and you're going to want to read more from her because they're very they're hilarious and you're just like it's almost like listening to a stand-up routine but it's a book and it's just so fun uh, the next one is something that both me and Bria loved. Oh, uh, yeah. Everything I Never Told You by Celeste Ng. Uh, it's one of the buzziest literary fiction books of the past five years. It's amazing but it's a quick to read. It's compelling from the first page. And you may have a good cry. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't cry over it, but you might have a good cry about yeah, it. Yeah, you may. I only, I only cry about very specific things mm-hmm. in books. Um, so, yeah, and this this is a great one to talk to people about. And uh, my last one is if you're into genre stuff, so if you like horror movies, if you like Marvel movies, um, it's Ballad of Black Tom by Victor Lavelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a novella, very quick to get through, and it's a retelling of a Lovecraftian story from the point of view of a black man in New York City dealing with mysterious forces and monsters, and it's getting adapted. Yeah. So it's something that's going to be talked about soon. Um, and I think Victor Lavelle's writing is just super approachable. 
It's, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a easy to like dive in and his characters are really well built out so you feel like you know them immediately. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that he's just an amazing writer. So Bria, do you have any other tips for people? Um, I would say... Getting um, an e-reader is helpful and putting books on your phone. So you don't have to have an e-reader. You can actually just download an app. You can download Libby, which is free, or Kindle. Yes, we love Libby. We love we love them both. I'm sure there are other um, apps you can put on your phone. iBooks. And, iBooks, great. And you can buy books that way, or you can get them from your library. Libby is actually just connected to your library. Download books and put them on your phone. Um, I like to put them on my phone and my physical Kindle, and then they sync, which is awesome. So that way I read at night, and then I'm at a store the next day waiting around. I don't know why I'm waiting at a store. Let's say a restaurant. (laughs) Maybe I'm waiting in line or something, but I don't know how often I'm waiting in line long enough to read a book. But um, And then instead of looking at Instagram, which is, you know— somewhat boring, makes me feel bad about myself, <laughs> and makes me feel like I'm not keeping up with everyone, I opened up a book, which is very exciting. So the next time you're sitting around waiting on your friend who is late to the restaurant, it's probably me. I don't know. <laughs> are you meeting me there? I'm late. I'm for sure going to be late. Or are you waiting in your doctor's office? You can do some reading, and that's a really good way to fit in reading and do it when you were not expecting to do it. And you don't just look at Twitter, which is I, despair. It's, it is so a lot of despair. despair. Sometimes I find things I'm like, that's so funny. I can't believe someone put that dog in a in a pot or something. And I'm like, what a great thing. But then but 90% of the time I'm like, I hate all of you. Uh what 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 do you think some final tips for people who want to do some reading, any reading, any kind? Uh, so everyone's always asking me how I make time for so much reading. And that's it, folks. I just make the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the magic. That's the secret sauce. Like, if you think you don't have time to read, remember that it's just something to incorporate in your daily routine. Try an audiobook. Instead of looking at your phone during breakfast, read 10 pages before you go to bed, your lunch break. I bet you can find a half an hour during the day or even 15 minutes to just take a break and read. It's much more relaxing than the internet. There's like, like It's like that mug, you know, that's like, you have the same amount of time in a day as Beyonce does. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you have the same amount of time as Mallory and Bria have. That's true. I will. I well, yes. Except I feel like you know we don't have kids. It's true. We, we don't have. I don't. I don't. Right now, I don't even have a job. So like, I mean, <laughs> there's there is that. But I I will say this. Like, this is my advice I give to people. My horrible relationship advice, which you should never take relationship advice from someone who's not who's already in a relationship, like dating advice. But I'm going to give it anyway. Which is that if someone is like not making the time for you and you're dating and you're, they're like, oh, I'm just too busy. I'm too busy. I don't have time to hang out. Like. They're not making the time. Exactly. They have made a choice not to make the time. I I don't care how fucking busy I am. I, I could be shooting a television show for 12, 14 hours a day, and I will still go over to someone's house late, late at night, yeah. have a beer with them, go home, like, just because I want to see that person. If they truly want to see you, they will see you. If you truly want to read this book, you'll make time for that book. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've done so many weird—when I'm really into a book, I will prop it up in the bathroom while I am brushing my teeth. Great. So I can floss and read at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'll get—you know, there's the great whisper sync thing on Kindle where you can do audiobook and an ebook at the same time. There's a lot of little pockets during Audi- your day. Oh, audiobook and ebook. Yeah, it just—it syncs it. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. you can like listen to a chapter in the audiobook and then it'll sync up. So when you go to open the ebook, it'll bring you right to like where, oh, you, yeah, were, where you left off. There's, I mean, let technology help you. Mm-hmm. There's so many, there's so many ways to get reading in. And there is, like Bria said, like there's a, we spend a lot of, like, you know, now iPhones have this thing where every week they're like, your phone use is, is up by 26% now. Oh, yeah. And it like tells you how much time you're spending on your phone 
can carve out a chunk of that, like 20 minutes a day isn't doesn't sound like that much. But if you just make it like part of your routine, it's not a race. You don't need to read a million books a year. You can get through a book with that 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very okay. true. Very true. So you can send your thoughts on reading to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we want to thank Danielle and Kathy who run our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. And just so you know, if you you are listening to this podcast for the first time, you can definitely subscribe to this podcast. You know, we have a lot of random listeners for this episode. And we do a monthly newsletter where we just will send you all the books we've talked about. You don't even have to listen to the podcast. We'll just send you books that we recommend and talk about on the show. Mm -hmm. So you can have tons and tons of recommendations of things that we want you to read. And we're on, we are all over social media. We're on Twitter at Reading G Podcast, on Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast. And you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag Reading Glasses Podcast. Also, we're doing a Reading Glasses uh, Reader Challenge this year. If you want to follow along on that, it's hashtag Reading Glasses Challenge. Uh, it's pretty short and easy and fun, and there's a lot of people doing it with you. And thanks for listening, and thanks for reading. Thanks for reading. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.